Hey, hey, everyone, this is Dan, the GM, bringing you episode 128 of What the Dice. 128 episodes. We've got discords, we've got merch shops, we've got Patreon, we've got all that, and so much more. You want to find out about it? You want to get involved with us? All you have to do is head on over to the Twitterverse and take a look at our Twitter, and all of our links are there. All you have to do is go to Twitter and type in at WhatTheDicePod. I can't wait to meet each and every one of you. This is Dan the GM, wishing you a safe and well-deserved rest if you are getting it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of What The Dice. We walk into the storyteller's campsite. It's warmer. The fire outside is lit, and most of the ice has temporarily melted away. There's still a stinging cold in the air as we walk closer and closer. Inside, the door is open, and we peer inside. The campfire is lit, but there's no storyteller to be found. Glancing over at his cot, it is empty, but made. We reach for our weapon to brace ourselves, and we step inside. As we stand there, the fire's warmer than it normally is, and the storyteller steps up from behind us. Welcome, welcome, me friends. Welcome. Sit, sit. So, it seems as if the adventurers are dealing with not just strange creatures that just want to attack them. Some of them are intelligent and are protecting someone. And there are two unknown voices, one that speaks in their ear, and one that speaks overhead. And both are saying they are willing to help, but they need something in return. So the adventurers must now dive deeper and work out what they are going to do next. Sit back, relax, and hear me tell. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now 11 a.m. Breakfast has now stopped being served. Thank you. So you can do your job. This is the thing for you. Instantly freeze water at all temperatures. You can even make it crystal clear if you need to. Just give it a little extra thought. Water will stay frozen until a little bit of heat is provided. As you guys start to make your way something comes over the intercom and informs you that he wants to meet you and he wants to help you so you can help him and it ends with Kalila asking why people keep calling her fish bait she's not chum i mean it's a valid question i mean you don't look like a bucket of fish pieces nor do I smell like one? And she sniffs her hand. To confirm that she doesn't smell like fish. 
she was inside a fish's mouth, so maybe she does smell like a fish. Well, I mean, I don't think you smell like a fish, but then again, I don't go sniffing you, so there. Just hold her hand out. Do I smell like fish? Don't ask me. I'm nose blind. You'll sniff her hand. No, don't smell like fish to me. She's just going to make her way south. As you make your way south, you find a massive bulkhead that has been purposefully damaged to seal it. You can see where not only did they plant some kind of explosives because you see some burn marks, but you see where it looks like they welded massive gears closed and wires have been ripped out of the wall, basically making it to where this massive bulkhead cannot be lifted. I don't think you can repair this one, Defibulous. Mm, nope. And you already told me I can't use C4, so. She just is going to point to the dome of water. Hey, I'm just saying you said no C4, so I'm behaving. To the northeast, then? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right, to the other passageway. These strange rats, and they are sniffing at one of the bodies. This one is Dwarven. His eyes are closed and his hair is, looks like it has been frozen in a back slick. His outfit is strange and it looks like a, a one piece of cloth going from head or from neck to feet and it's burned and singed. And the rat sniffs, sniffs, and then starts to back away as this you guys see him just jump up, tackle the rat, and you see ice and spirals, and then all of a sudden you see a grenade or a strange flat thing land between them and explode, and they go flying apart, shrapnel and viscera, as a scout is skating just above head, exiting into the dome behind you. Thank you. Kyla's just gonna wave. It doesn't seem to acknowledge you. Is the rat still there, or is both the... This was a pretty decent explosion. Like, they are... If they're not dead, they are in severe pain and probably unconscious. Proceeding cautiously. As you proceed down this hallway, you start to hear the crackle of fire and you can smell smoke in the air and it's being vented fairly well, not making it to where you can't see. You can see the bright light of a, a wall of flames that is spewing out from the side walls. And then you see an opening. It's large and you see a bunch of suitcases and what looks like people that have hurriedly ran away and left supplies because boxes are just knocked over. There's a, a trash can that is just on its side and it looks like it has been destroyed. Defibus, uh, it looks like people left in a hurry. Quite the hurry. Agree. Kalila's keeping an eye out for where the rats went or if they're dead and keeping an eye on the ice body said it was slicked back with ice mm -hmm. 
Making sure it's dead, since these things like to not die, apparently. Well, you see a massive amount of blood coming from its head, and it's that strange red, but the the pearlescentness to it has a strange blue hue to it. With ice. Because it ice, blue hue. The other guy had blue flame? Oil slick. Mmm, oil slicky. And the red lines that's on the door to the southeast is blocked? All fire. That's just a, a, a plethora of fire just being spewed out. Okay. I would say they don't want us going that way. Me without my marshmallows. Is that or a fish to roast? Though it doesn't look like it was intentional, it kind of looks like a pipe had burst and is spewing out flame because it's more of a, a directional flame. We could stop it by plugging it up. Mm, yeah. Well, maybe. Hmm. Defibrillus will see if he can find a way to shut it off effectively without incinerating anyone. Roll a perception. 34. As you sit there and you, you look, you don't see any gauges or anything like that that you can turn, but you notice that there's a strange, what looks like a water system that is pumping, that has a, a ball that is bouncing up and down and that is starting to let gas leak through. It looks like it's some kind of strange coolant system that is not kicking in. Uh, so basically, it's kind of like, you know, the pipes are probably overheating and whatever this system is that's supposed to release coolant, the ball is not getting in place, so it's not releasing coolant like it's supposed to. If you could find a way to get that ball to lock into one, lock into the up position, you might be able to get the fire to stop. Mm, Tephibus will use his knowledge in engineering, or would that be profession in engineering? Nah, yeah, we'll go knowledge. 31. With a 31, you realize that the ball needs to be in the upright position because then whenever the ball goes up, it looks like there's some kind of suction that happens and the flame kind of lowers down just a little bit and then the ball drops again. So you would need to find a way to make that ball lighter or to stop it from moving at all to get the fire to stop. No controls or anything to fix try to monitor that or mess with it you can reach it it's only you know you basically like pull over one of the the suitcases and you stand on it and you're able to touch the glass and you can feel that that glass is cool to the touch so i mean if you want you could technically break it but it would probably not be advised is there any way to do it without breaking it you would have to find a way to get the ball to stop bouncing or to get the water to stop flowing but a, a knowledge engineering didn't tell me how to do that? Nope, because you don't know how to get water to freeze that is surrounded by heat. The furious is like, hmm. I see a definite plot of this to this. What's going on? Well, I'm starting to see a pattern here, and, well, I don't like it. What's the pattern? It's wasteful engineering. Well, see that little ball? Yeah. We need the ball to get stay in that upper position to where it'll put out the flames for us. Mm-hmm. My my 
my mind, my engineering mind tells me the best way to do that is to plug that hole so it'll stay there. Well, the problem is, if I break the glass, it'll cause problems. It'll spill all that liquid out everywhere. And I think a voice in my head told me not to do that. It wouldn't be advised, but I could be mistaken. I was hearing voices again. Um, but I'm starting to think that, hmm, anyone got to stick with some cloth? Well, I was going to just pull out an arrow and then bundle some cloth onto it. Well, there are a bunch of debt. There are some like suitcases and stuff like that that are full of just clothing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, get some oh, cloth, okay. wrap it around, hand him an arrow with some cloth on it. He'll go over to that dwarf with all the bluish blood stuff oozing everywhere. Mm-hmm. And start rubbing the arrow and cloth in it, and then go up to the glass and smack the glass with it and see if you smothering the glass with it will work. You see that the glass kind of gets that, that spider webbing of frost on it, but it doesn't seem to pierce. It doesn't look like that diluted blood would work. Well, there went my idea. Hmm. I'm starting to wonder if the idea is the way this, I don't know, since everyone seems to be doing this stuff around here. I wonder if they designed this place to use that stuff to manage how this place works. Because, I mean, application-wise, it makes sense. But crazy homicidal side effects don't make sense, which is bad engineering. Very bad. But we don't know why they went crazy. Nope, I don't know. And the, the voice in the ear thing said not to be careful using this stuff, so... Careful doesn't mean not using it. It just means caution. Well, do we have any of the stuff in the bags that says frost on it or ice or something like that? We've only gotten the one called spark, which I think is fire. Mm. But she points to a bunch of suitcases. We can go rummaging. Yay, looting. Let's rummage. All right, so I need, uh, let's do a perception check from everyone. 28. And I got a 30, by the way. Another even 30. Okay. As you guys begin to rummage through all of the suitcases, you find t-shirts, jeans, underwears of all shapes and sizes. <laughs> Defibulous, you find a strange looking hat. Uh, if any of you guys have seen like Crocodile Dundee or those Australian hats with the teeth, you find one of those that is black and faded. Oh, Kalila, you'd like this one. Ooh, hat. Put it on. How does it look on me? Very hunterish. Cute. What kind of hat is it? Uh, have you ever seen Crocodile Dundee or any of those like classic Australian hats with the t uh, usually has croc? teeth on it. I'm gonna Google it now. Yeah, Kalila's not a hat person. <laughs> Besides, it'll mess with her high ponytail that she always has. And as you rummage through, you find a file that says health tech. And then one that's called bartender helper. Uh, Faye, you find the uh, health tech and 
Kalila, you find the bartender helper. But we don't really know what they do, do they? Do we? Nope. But you are in a room full of advertisements. They are not currently playing, but you see that they are like in that kind of still frame pose. Do we see the, the explanation of what we have found? No, but you do find this strange machine that has this scanner and it says, do you need to know what you've bought or do you need to know how to use it? Scan your injection here and we'll help. Scanning. Uh, scanning the health tech? Yes. With, when you scan it, it, and then you hear, you have acquired health tech. This shot will give you the knowledge of an EMT and help you stabilize someone from bleeding to death. Or to make sure that they don't completely die from any heavy wounds. Please make sure that you use this skill within 30 minutes for it will fade. You will also be able to tend to your own wounds. Health tech. Making the world healthier one shot at a time. In-game terms. It's going to last 30 minutes, and it will give you a heal, tuck, lay on hands, heal, for 3d4 plus 3 HP to who you touch. It can stop bleed effects or stabilize. It will also give you a plus 10 heal check, and you can use it on yourself. Like, you can use the lay on hands on yourself. That's pretty good. How many uses of the lay on hands... One. Mm, still good. Well, Kalila will hand over the other one that she found for Faye to scan. As you scan it, the system beeps. Bartender helper, are you a bartender? And are you tired of water not freezing when you need it? Or do you need those pesky waterfalls to just stop flowing so you can do your job? This is the thing for you. Instantly freeze water at all temperatures. You can even make it crystal clear if you need to. Just give it a little extra thought. Water will stay frozen until a little bit of heat is provided. In game terms, you can um, basically freeze water in one round or fast moving water in three rounds. It, say, it affects a two foot by two foot square and it will uh, stay frozen for up to three hours. Uh, or you can instantly freeze a drink, or a touch attack will do 1d6 damage. Also pretty cool. Well, that would solve the fire issue right then and there. I vote somebody else does it this time. I'll do it. All right. So you're injecting yourself? Mm, what's the dosage on this anyway? I think they auto-inject. Yeah, uh, Based on what you guys have been seeing, is basically one cylinder or one shot is one dose. Okay. Yeah, the will still. Yeah, he'll give it a try. All right. As you inject yourself, you can almost feel your blood get cold for just a moment, and then you're able to see your breath for just that split second, and you can feel. Your fingertips are icy cold to the touch. Hey, guys. Hmm? This is chilling. 
<laughs> All right, well, go use it before it wears off. Yeah, Tefibulus will go over to that thing and wait for the ball to hit, get stuck in the hole, then freeze it. As you wait for it to bounce up and down, up and down, and as it goes up to the highest point, you touch it, and within seconds, the water on the inside, which has kind of got a little bubble to it, just freezes. And the ball locks in place, and you hear the fire just kind of stop. You can still hear the faintness of, like, a, the gas slightly leaking through, but it's not enough to be an issue. Can Defibula see where the ignition source came from that started the fire? Yes, you see an exposed wire that is just lightly tapping against a piece of metal, which is creating the faintest of sparks. Defibulus will see if he can find something in the room that's non-conductive and wrap that up with it. That won't burn. All right, you find a pair of rubber, like what looked like rain boots for us, and you're you kind of just use it to push the wire away from the metal to stop it from sparking. There we go. That should stop it from starting a fire again afterwards. Well, that's good. God knows how long that lasts. I don't want to. Is Defibulus's finger still like generating a cold? Yep. I want to poke something and freeze it. I would save it. Remember, I only got so many uses. I don't want to be cold. I hate being cold. Just that, and we might come across something else that we need to use it for. True. Take all the fun out of it. I mean, if you want to waste it. No, you're right. I should probably save it. Since we opened up this room, poke our heads in. As you look in, this looks like a large relaxation room. You see large potted plants that are eh, well enough. They're not thriving, but they're not dying. You see decorative bushes and flowers and stuff like that. And then you notice that surrounding it are rooms. Uh, there is a sign overhead that says uh, temporary coffin hotels uh, one new in a night until your room is assigned. Coffin hotels? Well, I was going to see if she can open the door of one of them. It opens up and inside you see a single bed. You see a flat screen that reminds you of the cameras, the camera screen you were looking at. You see a light, and you see a strange piece of black with numbers across it. And as you're staring at it, it rolls over to 1100. Then you hear overhead a chime. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now 11 a.m. Breakfast has now stopped being served. Thank you. Oh, I wanted breakfast. I think you're going to have to stick to the rations we brought. There is nothing to hunt here. Although, it's going to point. She goes, do you think we could plant the Mexi seed in that? Y'all are far more familiar with them than I am. I would think it was as tall as it grows, it would rub to the ceiling. Shall we try? So this is a palm tree. It's fairly large, but there are smaller bushes that you could pull out. 
If you wanted to uproot this tree, you would have to find ways to get leverage. But there are like little bushes that are big enough to where a small tree would grow in it. Nothing the size of uh, Mexi's that you've seen, but you've also seen that Mexi's tree does change. You need to buy anything. I can't access the Mexi shop right now. Oh, for later purposes, it's 11 o'clock in the afternoon anyways. 11 o'clock in the morning. What did I say? Afternoon. Kalila will shrug. She was just thinking about it. Well, I mean, if you guys need to buy some stuff, go for it. I mean, Mexi's always happy to see us. Maybe he'd have something useful for this area or could identify these vile things. Or he'll just start mass producing them and selling them back to us? Yeah, that's also a possibility. Eh, she'd shrug. Go, well, I don't think this is going to have any of the bodies of that data pad that we're looking for in here, do you? Eh, not haven't found one yet. Quick sweep to make sure? Yeah, probably a good idea. Quick sweep of the room to look for that data pad thing. Alright. I will, you won't need to roll for it. As you guys go through each and every single run of these coffin hotel rooms, they're all the same. The beds are made, the TVs are off, the, the clocks are all saying the same, except for one where the door looks like it has been wedged closed from the inside. You can see what looks like a little bit of black burn marks on the outside where someone may have used the spark ability to or the sparker chemical to seal the door. Oh, damn. Didn't want anybody getting in, now did he? Mm, apparently not. I was gonna knock. It is hollow sounding and you hear nothing inside. But because you're a cat, you do smell the distinct smell of a rotting flesh. I think he died in there. I don't want to open it. You. Well, but we have to keep the data pads in there. You want to get out your crowbar? That's what I was thinking. Crowbar it up. Defibulous will grab out the crowbar and see if he can pry that sucker open. Because Kalila is taking a good, like, 20 steps back. Because she doesn't want to smell it. It's okay, I can handle it. I just need to go in first. Oh, the when I say these things are literally like a coffin, it's literally you crawl into the bed, so there wouldn't be first. It's These rooms are big enough for one person to fit in. I just need to be able to touch the corpse. I can decompose it into a skeleton and it will quit stinking. Oh, okay. Alright, Defibulous. Let's get a strength check from you. <laughs> Right? Mister, I'm the size of a dwarf. How rude. 16. Yeah, that door isn't budging. Offering the help action. All right. Anyone else want to help? Can we all fit on that crowbar? 
you guys have done it before because Kalila and Faye are around the same size and this is a large crowbar. Can also imbue him with bull's strength and he gains a plus four enhancement bonus to strength. Mm, that would work too. So help and bull strength, go for it. No, that'd be a 23 total then. The door creaks for a moment and then you hear the sounds of metal cracking as the door slides open and there is a corpse inside and it reeks. Uh, oh boy. I got it, I got it. Face steps forward and carefully touches it and casts the decomposed corpse to turn it into a skeleton so it quits sticking so bad. It rots away in a quick flash of heat and you just see the skeleton there. Well, that's new. Yeah, well, I don't need to hide from you guys anymore. It just smirks. Now you're getting it! I didn't think you had to hide to begin with. That's just me. Yeah, I guess it was a tester run. Make sure we were good. Well, of course we're good. Okay, well, yeah, you guys are good. I serve an evil god. How did you think I thought you were going to respond? You know, we did have a paladin who worships Iomade. Those two are kind of on the opposite side of the spectrum. Yeah, exactly. And you people wonder why I don't listen to gods. But you listen to random voices in your head? I don't listen to them. They just talk to me. There's yeah. a difference. That is fair. He doesn't listen to me half the time. Yeah, that's true. Nope, I don't. Haha, -ha, got you to respond. Who are you talking to, Kalila? Hey, 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 I've established. I talk to a goddess, okay? <laughs> the Fibulous will, um, while they're discussing gods, start tugging on the skeleton to pull it out. It comes out in a shamble of bones, and you <laughs> find a data pad. There's bloody fingerprints across the screen, and... It still has power. It has about half power. Poor guy went to pieces. <laughs> went to pieces. Hmm. I think this is the data pad we need, guys. You're the one who's used to using that stuff. We're supposed yeah. to use it on the, the glass tube elevator thing? Hmm. Or are we Either. supposed to use it elsewhere? You said that it hooks up or... I believe the term she used was interfaces. I don't know what that means. Like it goes inside someone's face? That's what I'm guessing. Neat. But it connects to it somehow. Are we connecting it to the elevator or to the power, to power area? I think she meant the elevator, but that's a good question. Well, we can always go back to the elevator and I can keep trying until I break something or blow something up. Well, it's not a far walk. At least we found it fast. I mean, I had the idea for a reason. Faith's just kind of standing there nudging the foot of the skeleton with her own toe. Reason for what? What idea? You know who I serve. Norberger. She goes, we don't have the paladin here. What are you thinking? My goddess has already told me that she has friends in, as she put it, 
dark places. And I thought she was referring to, she was a friend of somebody who was in the dark place and that that meant that I should have accepted you because you were more on the darker side and I have. What do you want to do? All right, well, here's the rest of my darkness. I can make this guy get up and follow us. Meat shield or, well, bone shield? <laughs> bone shield. And that's not something that's going to get the bone god's attention? I kind of don't think so because I'm using my own god's power for that. He did give you a sword that was originally, she quotation marks, blessed by the bone god. I mean, it'd be nice to have something guard our back. I view it as like summoning an animal. I'm fine with it. I mean, he obviously had the will to keep himself protected somehow, so I like to think that that would carry over for us. Have you never animated it before? I don't what know if that guy protected himself or he was just sealed in there. Right, but that was a self-defense maneuver. Um, unless he was asleep in, or hid in there and someone set fire to it and locked him in there until he slowly starved to death and suffocated? Looks like it was done from the inside. The way the burn marks were visible indicated he put himself in there. Yep. Okay, I had that totally backwards. Mm-hmm. Well, let's give this guy a name. Bones? Can we call him Bones? Mr. Skellingsworth? Skellingsworth! <laughs> I like Skellingsworth. <laughs> Skellingsworth, come forward. And Faye just kind of makes a come here gesture. There is the sound of bones rattling as it slowly stands. It looks around and it just stands there waiting for a response. It doesn't seem to have any emotions. It just it's there. You are now our rear guard. Keep things from sneaking up on us. It nods. And try to be quiet. It nods again. Okay, which way are we going now? The uppy-downy tube thing. Defibulous. Are you going to wipe off the blood, or are you going to mess with the screen before you go there, or are you going there with the intent of you're using it at the elevator? Uh, I'm worried about touching the screen because my hand is still generating that cold stuff, isn't it? Yes, it is. Hey, Kalila. Hmm? Can you wipe off the blood on the screen so I can see what it says? Pull out a rag and clean it off. As you swipe across the screen, a video starts to play. Just stop immediately going, I didn't do it! And it's a... It's a dwarf. His hair is slicked back and has a strange green hue to it. And his one eye is twitching. It looks like he had been hit in the eye and his breathing is erratic. And you see that there's a little bit of a spark going on as he's reaching past the camera. Oh, okay. I, uh, I don't know what's going on. There, there's, man, Lotus said that, you know, these, these injections were safe and this, this new batch is making people crazy. Uh, I don't know if it's, 
I don't know what's going on. I, I just know that there's a an all call to evacuate, but the last of the boats left and the rest that are here are stuck and we're told the the enforcers and the scouts are gonna help out where they can. But they've locked a lot of the the infected and the the these wild people just in areas to keep them under control. They they said that they're they're gonna find ways to cure them. They said that you know, it's not the batch that they just made. Someone's bringing in new chemicals, and they're they're trying to figure out what's going on. I don't know. <sighs> Lucas said that if we we stay together, we'll be fine. I don't know. I I don't trust Lucas. He's he's got this thing about him. A lot of the people just innately trust him, and you know. Yeah, he he it ran one of the best gambling rings around, but I don't know. I, I grabbed myself one of these these sparkers and I'm I'm sealing myself in a, a coffin. I've got more than enough rations to last me a while and I can break this little weld when I need to and I'll I'll leave during the day. It seems as if whatever these people are getting addicted to makes them more Active at night. I don't know. I I came down here with a promise of being a research assistant, and this is man, this has just gone to dreck. Well, you know, if anyone finds this and I'm gone, tell my family I I did what I could to send them what money I could. The Matrix went down recently. I don't know if the Nuyans went across or not. Well, I hope that helps with my sister's surgery. Hopefully I'll get out of this. And the video goes out. Lila is saying nothing but looking at Faye and Defibulus. Defibrous will look. Does it the screen show any type of date or time when this was posted? Nope. Wow. If you give a perception check, I can give you. You might see something in the background, but you'll have to replay the video. Um. Yeah. Defibrous will ask Kalila to start that again, and he will check the. Take a world perception and do it with a 38 and see what he gets. All right. As the video plays, you study the background and you see the clock on the wall or the clock on the side is two. Uh, you see a little A at the bottom. You're not sure what that means, but it, it's like two. By the time the video ends, it's like 2.03. You see a little A at the bottom. Uh, you also notice that in the background there is a lot of wrappers and stuff like that. And when you look inside the bed, the little coffin hotel, there is none. You see wrappers, but that's it. Wait, is there a clock on the wall in there? Yes, the digital clock, and it's reading out the current time. Does it have an A? Yes. So it says 11 
A. Eleven and some change, A. Yeah. Can we make a reasonable guess that A denotes mourning? That is a very fair thing. But the guy was in there long enough to start rotting. Clearly not three hours. That knits earlier, so or at least half a day. Or maybe he did rot because he injected himself with that spark thing. Maybe. Yeah, but but all the food is also gone. Yeah, I doubt he ate that much. Well, it's not like we can ask him anymore. Well, can can your skeleton, Mr. Skellingsworth, tell you how long he'd been in there? I don't think he retains the personality. I think he is literally just a construct. It's just... Well, as soon as I reduced him to skeleton, no, I could no longer speak with him. Um, the corpse has to be in reasonable condition before I can cast Speak with Dead. So to the uppy-downy tube? Or was there more on this thing you want me to mess with, Defibulous? To the elevator! To the uppy-downy tube. Kalila will keep a sharp ear because that's the la last time we left the big guy. He was going in this room. I thought he was... Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. Guy got harpooned, and then he came down this way. As you guys are coming into what we are going to call the, the dock area where you guys started... You can see what there are more of these addicted that have been either harpooned to the wall. Some of them look like they have been smashed into containers to where they can't get free. Others look like they have been sealed in some kind of electrical cage and they can't get free. And you hear down that hallway the groaning of injured people. Um, most likely more addicted, but you can't be sure. It's just got that strange raspiness to it. Wow, someone's been busy in here. Clearly. You want me to scope it out before we all go in? Eh, let's all check it out so we're, we should all be together. Or we can send skeletons in there. Skellingsworth. Mr. Skellingsworth is going to take up a post at the hallway we disappear into and make sure nothing comes down after us. Stealthy cat. Stealthy cat. Walking in, there is silence. You hear the groaning, but it doesn't sound like it is getting closer. Once you are at the lifty tube... <laughs> Cut you to call it a lift. <laughs> Defibulous, I'm going to need a knowledge engineering. 32. With a 32, you remember some things back from the God spell, so you start looking for access ports, loose wires, anything of the sort. And as you're poking around trying to find something, you're not making any leeway. And then the overhead chimes in. Hoi hoi, chamas. Uh, I don't know what you guys are trying, but, uh, what you got there, that ain't what you're looking for. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't... Hey, you guys must be a, a bit soft in the head. The thing you're looking for is small. About the size of a... A hand. It's got two little prongs on it. And, uh... Funny thing... Is it sitting right here next to me. Go on down that hallway. I'll tell the family to expect you. Then maybe you and I can, uh... Can have a little... Chat. You know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Don't worry about the thing. Most of them are sleeping right now. The intercom clicks off, and you hear the sounds of a door grinding open. Kalila's ears are go from like normal up to listening to just pin back and flat as she looks back at Faye and Defeebleus going, why do I feel like we're suddenly a hostage? Oh, I don't know. I believe we are. I don't like this. Me either. But do we have a choice? I feel like we're back on the Murdoch. It's just a lot more murdery. <laughs> ah, the murdery dirtery dock. That's what we're gonna call this place. The murdery dirtery dock. Get my angry claws on. Right, I'll make a note. Let's go. Stay alert. A trap is no longer a trap if you know how to spring it. You know, that actually makes me feel better. <laughs> And as you guys move down that hallway, we're going to end this week's episode here. Well, 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 me friends. It seems as if the adventurers are being beckoned deeper within the Miranda. Whoever is speaking over the overhead seems to know more about what's going on and has the key for them to get out or at least get closer to a solution to getting out. With Faye showing her powers of being able to raise bones to help them and Fibulus's knack for technology giving them an edge Kalila's instincts might be right, but in a world where time forgot, can one trust what you feel? Well, be friends, unfortunately, the moon is high, and it is time for us to say farewell. And until next time, me friends, may the dice gods bless your every we here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email whatthedicepod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 